Hi, my name is Professor Plum. I am joined today by Daddy Bezos himself. Jeff, say hi. Hi. Are you kidding? <laughs> if I have Daddy Bezos' kind of money? And the thing for today is something that is very near to both your and my heart, something that we love and we hate with a okay. burning, fiery passion. We're going to be talking about Twitch. Oh, okay. Let's get it. Oh, this is going to be exciting. Um, okay, uh, roll the intro. Here's the thing. All right, so uh, I chose Twitch today to talk about. Nick has no or had no idea until just now. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking about uh, our streaming careers so far, uh, what we think of Twitch, uh, the decisions they've made, a little bit about YouTube as well. And um, yeah, so uh, first question, when you first started streaming, what were your expectations? Um, okay, all right. In, in the interest of being very, you know, being very transparent and, and open about this, uh, so I think I'd just come off the back of, you know, I'd just finished a, like a job where I was, it was really full on. I was doing like 80 hours a week. Um, the pandemic happened. So I started, I think as a lot of people did 2020, um, oh, as the pandemic Twitch exploded hit. because of the pandemic and for the same, and I think for a lot of the same reasons I did, you know, I've all, I was always a gamer and I, you know, I started to watch streams a little bit before. So I kind of knew of them a little bit. Um, I wasn't necessarily like super spending all my time on Twitch or anything like that. But, you know, I did watch a bunch of streamers and YouTubers. And I, I honestly, it kind of started as I was going to be playing games anyway while I was at home, like mm. a lot of people. Oh, yeah, and that I've, was me too. You know, I've always loved entertaining. Originally, I thought I was going to apply that to be an actor, you know, and, and really? do thing. Yeah, yeah. I did drama at, at uni. Huh. For a long I had no time, idea. for a long time, I thought I was going to be an actor. And do you know, do you know why? <laughs> the reason why? I, the reason I stopped was because I couldn't oh. be asked with all the auditions. And then that that's when I went, yeah, this probably isn't the right path for me. You know, all of my drama <laughs> friends are doing like twenty auditions a fucking day, and I was like, I hate auditioning. So I was like, this probably you wanted isn't. to be an actor, but you didn't want to audition. You just no, wanted to was, like. Well, I was. I was, I always got really top grades in the acting side of it, you know, when I was just given a part and given a script and I was always really good at it. So yeah. I kind of got enjoyment from being good at it. But then I, I don't know, I just hated the audition process. And like, I think I wasn't mentally ready for just being rejected nonstop to get to where I needed to be as well. I, you know, hmm. that's just not what I wanted in my kind of, at that point in my early 20s. Um, I'm going off on a tangent. I, so yeah. I started on Twitch because I was going to be gaming anyway. I've always loved entertaining people. And I thought, well, hey, I'm very comfortable on camera. I'm very comfortable talking. So this could actually be quite fun. This could be a, a really fun thing to do, seeing as I'm going to be gaming anyway. Yeah, that's that was literally my exact same thing. I'd played games for years, like in my entire life. I've always played video games. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine had... Uh, talked about making YouTube videos for a long time and uh, transitioning over to Twitch. And we were, we were like, yeah, let's do this together. You and me, we'll make some videos. We'll get popular on YouTube. 
we'll trans mm. transition over to Twitch. And so we started that and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I have more fun on Twitch. I'm not making YouTube videos anymore. So yeah. I'm just going to uh, stream on Twitch. And that's how I got started. It's a very different beast. And I'm sure that's something we'll kind of get to later. But YouTube and Twitch are just live streaming and, and making videos is, is a completely different beast. Oh, absolutely. Um, I so I think with the, I don't know about you. I also feel like as I, did you have this moment? Maybe like, maybe like once you hit affiliate, I don't know how long it took you. Um, Cause I think I knew you after that. Um, yeah. It took me maybe four months or so. Um, really? Yeah. I, I look back on my first streams that I, I, you know, I was, I was looking back at some clips the other day that I had stored and I was like, how the fuck did anyone sit here and watch me? Like the worst webcam quality, the worst audio, yep. just like no fucking idea what I'm doing. I'm literally playing a game and not saying a fucking word for like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, why is anyone watching me at all? Um, and I think most, most creators get that. That's, that's the part of the journey. Oh right? yeah. That's absolutely where everyone started. My first webcam was uh, like a Logitech something. It was like one of the first webcams that Logitech ever put out. Mm. And I was using it like 20 years after they released <laughs> yeah. it. I was like a 20 dollar Amazon one because I was like, I can't really afford much. <laughs> I'm on furlough in the pandemic. Fuck it. And uh -huh. I, I, don't, I don't, okay. I don't know at what point you started. When I started in the pandemic, it was like maybe a couple of weeks in. Um, I could not buy a webcam for three weeks. So I was actually going to start a lot earlier, but webcams were completely sold out because it was when oh, it was with the rise God. of like Zoom and uh -huh. all of these things because it I was born out of necessity of people needing to get in search. People be on camera with each other. Everyone bought a fucking camera. So I lit I huh. pre-ordered a camera and could not get one for like three weeks. And it was and that was for like a shitty Amazon 20 quid one. Yeah, I started wow. uh I started streaming like maybe a year before the pandemic. Okay. Um so like I I, and I didn't have to buy a webcam. Like I, I had this like really old shitty Logitech webcam that I was just like, perfect, it's a camera. That's all you need, right? Uh and it was it was bad. Like it was it was very, very it's bad. Funny how you but... think camera and looking back, you know, it's funny how you think, oh, camera's the most important thing. If oh, I could no. start over I like audio is by far the single mm -hmm. most important part of a stream. Oh, absolutely. I would invest yeah, no, way I... more on having a mic like I do now. I'd have got this way fucking earlier if I could go back and do it again. Yeah, um, same. I bought uh, this mic as like a, a, a little treat for myself. I didn't really do any research into it. I just mm -hmm. like knew the name uh, Blue Yeti. So I was just like, oh, you know, I know that name. Those are good mics. I'm going to treat myself to this uh, expensive at the time uh, mic. And I, I wish I'd have done a little bit more research. Mm. I, well, yeah, I, I delayed mine a little bit. But um, I, what I was going to ask was, did you have this, did you have this moment when you started like getting into streaming a bit more and understanding the scene a bit more where you go, holy fuck balls potential earning here is wild and you go yeah what well, you look at because it, it was the same time that a lot of stories were coming out and i never really i, I never really knew about this stuff until i kind of hit affiliate and i started looking into streaming a lot more because that's when people can obviously sub and stuff and you're like oh okay 
I can, mm-hmm. it's, you can earn money in some ways. Oh yeah. No, that, that first Twitch payout. Yeah. Like, even though it was, it, it took like months to actually like accrue two, up three to, months, yeah. yeah, up to like, cause at the time it was, uh, the, they, Twitch wouldn't 100? pay you until you reached a hundred dollars. Yeah. So it took right. months to get up to $100, but then you get that email, like, uh, you got a Twitch payout for like $103, mm. and it's just like, what? Crazy. I've just been sitting here playing games and talking to my friends, and I'm getting paid for it? Yeah. It's a really, it's a really like, interesting epiphany moment for a lot of people, I think, as well. And I, oh, yeah. I, I would imagine that's where a lot of streamers really then start to get the spark for, okay, I, I want to do this that you know yeah. this is this is a thing i want to do this so when yeah, when yeah, it happened no. to me i started looking i think as everyone does you start looking at okay how much can you make as a streamer what's like how's it work what's what's the potential earnings and then all of these stories crop up of the gigantic streamers like ninja and shroud mm-hmm. all of these amazingly huge streamers with massive contracts and you're going they're getting millions in contracts and stuff and then sponsorships and shit on top they're like multi-millionaires you're going oh yeah oh my god and then the this, thought, is, this is a thing oh holy yeah, shit i can do that creeps in i can mm. do that uh-huh and then reality yeah, that... hits <laughs> okay okay so this is uh this is this is perfect my next point uh my next bullet point here uh why is it so hard to freaking grow your stream on twitch Oh, that's such a loaded question. Oh, my it word. It really There's is. so much to that. Good luck um, answering that. If you know the answer, okay. like not, not just so, you, Nicolette, but literally anybody, if you know the answer, you could sell that answer for millions. Yeah. The, the, the long and the short of it is very simple in my mind. And it is the same principle. You know, if we're going to make a direct comparison, it's like the exact same principle as trying to become an actor, trying to become a mm. singer trying to become an entertainer, a TV presenter, a radio presenter, all of these things. It is a very creative job, which in our kind of, I don't know, I would say probably, you know, the generation above us and stuff, they were very few and far between because it was the nine to five grind. It was Hmm. um, sold to us, as that's what you should be doing. So, you know, all of us who have uh, a slightly younger generation, maybe not me anymore, but, you know, slightly younger generation. We're the same age. We went, <laughs> yeah, the true. You know, we wanted like more creative outlets. We wanted more creative jobs. Where, and particularly, I would say, over the last five years, the whole corporate bullshit has been completely eradicated. The whole predilection of you need to work for a company and work for them for twenty years, have a marriage, kids, whatever—that's what your life should be. Has completely shattered. Careers aren't a thing anymore. Um, sorry, Marsha, getting in my way. <laughs> I can see her just walking across. Um, For those of you that are just listening, his cat's walking in front of his camera. (laughs) You'll get she's she can't decide what she wants. She's been like this all day. Um, so one one part of it is certainly that it is a very appealing idea, right? Gaming and if we're going particularly for streaming, gaming and hanging out with friends and getting paid for it by its principle is extremely appealing. So that's why there are nine, I think at last count or certainly the last that I knew, uh, there were 9.2 million active accounts on Twitch alone. Yeah, that, not that even number YouTube, does not surprise me. Uh, YouTube or Kick uh, or Facebook Gaming. Just on Twitch, there were 9.2 million streamers who were at least active in the 30 days 
before that stat was taken. Yeah. Yeah. Now that number does not surprise me at all. Like there are so many people trying to make it as a Twitch streamer and that makes it like almost impossible for any of them to actually make it as a Twitch streamer. It's the, it's the law of numbers is, is what it really comes down to. It's as simple as there aren't enough people who enjoy watching streams or being a part of streaming communities for the amount of streamers there are. So inevitably, in the same way that there aren't enough places for everyone who wants to be an actor, there aren't enough places for everyone who wants to be a singer. It's the simple law of numbers. You cannot, not everyone can make it because there just isn't enough room for everyone to make it and be successful. Yeah. Um, so by its very nature, a lot of people are not going to make it. But because streaming, particularly out of maybe any creative art right now, appeals the most, to a, to a lot of people because of what it is without mm -hmm. any understanding of what you have to put behind it the appeal oh. of it on the surface is second to none so that's why everyone mm -hmm. goes into it with this idea of i can do this with self-belief that gets very quickly beaten out of you yeah. the longer you do it and i'm sure we'll kind yep. of go into that so that's actually uh, what you just said uh, is another one of my bullet points here. Um, how much work goes into your Twitch streams? Like how much money have you spent on your stream? How much do you work on your stream <laughs> every, every I, week? It's hilarious that we're doing this today because I literally just had a conversation mm -hmm. with my job about this. Really? Um, yeah, I had a meeting with my job, uh, with my daytime job. For those of you who don't know, I, I work full time during the day. As, as most of us have to because, you know, streaming until you get to the kind of high levels doesn't pay for your life. No, and so I had a conversation all. with them today ex exactly about this. Okay. I stream. So I do four nights a week now. I used to do six or seven, but now I do four nights a week, each about, let's say, six hours, roughly. Mm -hmm. So that's already 24 hours just streaming. You're streaming in the week. Per week. On top of that, I would say every single day I'm doing, whether it's graphics, whether it's video editing, whether it's research and content ideas, whether it's talking to other creators, um, spending time in other creator streams to like hang out. Um, not ne I hate the idea of networking, so I refuse to use that term. Um, but just like hanging out and stuff, I would say at least four just hours making a day. yourself known. Uh, being visible and being out there. Um, yeah. I'd say at least another four hours a day. So four times seven, 28 plus 24, at least 50 hours a week. Probably. That's, I mean, on that's top, a, that's a on top full -time of my job. 40 hour a week job, by the way. So. Yeah. So you have basically two full time jobs mm -hmm. that you do. That's, that's, how I de that's how I describe it to people is I, I have two full time jobs, essentially. Um, and you would still be considered a small streamer. And if you can't see me, I'm doing air so, quotes. Yeah. Very much so. So you, you basically treat this as a full-time job mm -hmm. and are still a small streamer. Twitch is a bitch to grow on. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of it is, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, I think, misinformation that goes around about Twitch discoverability and things like this. Um, and it's, again, the way I see it is Twi Twitch doesn't, help facilitate it for sure but it honestly makes com the, the the way that they lay out their website makes complete sense 
going yeah. from top to bottom viewers, you know, in, in the way that most people search for streams and stuff, makes sense for Twitch because it's how they're going to make the most money. Oh, yeah. Um, so from a business perspective, I don't necessarily blame them for that. I think the thing is what most people... I need to change my headphone batteries. Never mind. No, I'm fine. Um, I think what most people assume, and certainly what I spent, I would say, the first, like, two years assuming, and I'm coming up mm -hmm. to my three-year anniversary now, um, I just assumed that just being live and streaming, people will find you. And the yeah, truth is no, most that's people what don't I thought search. as well. I think what, we, what people don't realize is, when 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 you get involved in Twitch, you create maybe I would say like five or ten streamers max that you consistently look for in a day. They become part of your daily life. They become part of your routine. You really enjoy their communities and you really enjoy being a part of. I very very rarely look for new streams on the front page. If I go Same. on Twitch, my immediate click is following. Who yep. am I already following? Who's live that I want to sit and chill with? Yeah, I ne whenever Nine I pull up Twitch, I, I never even look at the home page. Like, immediately I open Twitch, and eyes are straight over on the following tab, and I click on the ones that I'm already following, mm -hmm. the ones that I know. I've got my routine. I've got two streamers that are live every morning that I watch every single mm -hmm. morning. I've got you multiple times a day or a week that uh, I always have pulled up just while I'm working. Yeah. Like, it's it's the exact same thing every time. So like I'm guilty of it too. Just like every every viewer, like it's yeah yeah, 100%. it's not a malicious think... thing. Like it's not saying I don't want to find new people to watch. It's just mm. these are the people that I know. These are the people that I like, and this is my routine. It's very hard. Uh, I think it's very community led on Twitch, particularly. That's the feel of it. That's why people use it. So it's very hard once you found somewhere you like to to meet someone making that first impression getting people to stay is probably the hardest thing to do as a streamer from a streamer perspective because okay, these so... people have got used to a community and a um a dynamic within that community and their place within that community mm. and they've got used to it and so to bring people in something new can be very difficult and oh absolutely have them returning back let's say after a raid or something is particularly difficult Perfect. Okay, so this is uh, th this is another bullet points. What do you what do you think about raids? Good idea, bad idea, completely 100%. pointless, or the best thing ever? Raids, um, raids are uh, they're a double edged sword, in my opinion. Mm. I think for the reasons I've just said, I think it it helps for some people to bridge that gap between just randomly. Kick I need to move you, Marsha. <sighs> Marsha's still crawling on his desk in case you're just listening. Um, yeah, sorry for those for audio listeners. Um, it, it, it helps bridge that gap between finding someone you have no idea who they are and just going in completely blind to having someone you know. It's like going to a party by yourself, knowing no one, or going to a party with a friend that knows the host and you know them. Yeah. So it's having an introduction to a new community via the streamer that you know in a comf in a more comfortable way. Now, it doesn't work for everyone, and most people will leave immediately because the comfort yeah. stream that they have is over. So they will then revert yeah. to one of their other five or one of the That's other me. however many, right? I do that. 
most people will do that. So let's say you get a raid of... My general rule of thumb is if you have a raid of maybe, let's say, 50 people, mm -hmm. five to 10 might stay. The rest will go. I would say 5% usually is about the mark of people who will actually stay with the streamer. Out of that, maybe... Yeah, out of those five people, maybe one or two follow and maybe stick around. Um, so it's, there's also a, a, an aspect of being appealing to other streamers um, visually. So if they're just clicking around streams or whatever, they go, oh, that stream looks cool. Let's go there. Let's go and raid that. Mm -hmm. And that's where like lighting and a good camera yeah. come in, stuff like that. When I, when I look for someone to raid randomly, the first thing I notice is if they have a good, clean setup. It's not crazy mm -hmm. busy everywhere. They've got a nice camera. And then if I go in the stream and uh, good vibes, then I'll go. But honestly, oh, yeah. one of my favorite things that I do now is I ask the community, is there one of your other streamers, your other comfort streamers mm -hmm. that I, we haven't been to before that you would like to go to? And that's, oh, I yeah. found that's a really great way to meet new streamers within the same kind of spider web of people. So it helps with that comfort factor. Yeah, um, I, I found that, that works well. really well. I would, uh, for those of you that don't know, I used to stream on Twitch. Uh, I got a little burnt out, which is something we're going to talk about later. Uh, but uh, so I don't, I'm not currently streaming. I may go back to it one day, mm. uh, still up in the air. But I used to uh, also ask the community, like, do you have anybody that uh, you would like me to raid to kind of keep everything like, under the same umbrella, like go to someone who's at least a little bit familiar to at least one of my community members. Mm -hmm. uh, but then also another thing that I did that I actually really enjoy doing was uh, something I called Raid Rando Mondays, where mm -hmm. I would yeah, yeah. literally pick someone on Twitch that I didn't know and none of my community knew, like at all. And uh, it, it, I it worked kind of like I didn't really get any followers from it or anything like that. I, I wasn't able to like grow, but I did find um, at least one person comes to mind. And I, I did this multiple, multiple times, but I think I only have one person that I'm still following from the yeah. raid random Monday that I just, I happened to raid really enjoyed his content and still follow and talk to him today. Mm. I've, a, I've so, definitely a few like that, that, I've just randomly chosen and then we've like, yeah. And then mm -hmm. we've just kind of kept in touch. I kept raiding each other and, you know, hanging out and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So raids, I feel like raids are like a good hearted thing. Like it's, it's, it's with good intention, yeah. but it's pointless. Interesting. I think it is one of, I think it's one of the only tools in order to meet new people in an organic way that isn't them just clicking on your stream. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure we're going to get to this, uh, you know, of, of, of how you grow, because I think that was your original question like 20 minutes ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that is, you know, I'm sure every creator is, is fed up of saying this, and this is something I've, it's a lot of the reason I'm now very much focusing on YouTube. It's, so, it's other social media. Mm. The whole... The only way right now is to be seen. You noticed and be seen. And the only ways to do that realistically are you create a shit ton of controversy and drama. 
Um, and that's which, not always a good thing. Absolutely not. But let me tell you, it works. There's oh, I believe called, that. There's something called negative bias in social media. So the, the best way to explain it is um, when you see a car crash, you can't not look, right? You want to know what's going on. You're curious. You want to see what's happened. Um, yep. And that happens a lot on social media. Um, so negative bias is one of the strongest pulls to watch and engage with content. That's why drama farming works so well. If you, even if you don't know the creator hugely, if there's drama going on, you want to know what's happening. You want to get the gosh, you want to get the tea, right? Mm -hmm. You want to know what's happening. So farming that in the right way. And one of the best examples I can give you is if you know Nadia, she's, um, she was a, a COD streamer. She came out of nowhere, right? She was, okay. I would say like mid-size. You know, she was doing okay. She got herself caught up in a ch big cheating scandal because everyone started accusing her of cheating, right? Okay. So loads of people on TikTok and stuff started making videos showing her cheating and saying <laughs> this, this is how she's doing it. She's cheating using this. She just farmed all that up and she was like, nom, 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 nom. She was making her own videos of being like, of like really... She, I, I have a lot of credit for her for doing this in a very smart way way from a marketing perspective she would make okay. videos self-deprecating you know in a fun jokey way like cutting off saying oh i was gonna cheat and then cutting off the video you know that kind of thing mm. um okay created so much controversy that she's now a huge streamer and she's really killing it she's she That's has made awesome. more money from that shit than she ever would have done otherwise so but controversy it works it 100 works but it comes with a lot of negative connotation and that is, and also comes with a lot of negativity within your community, within your chat. You know, mm. she's going to have to deal with a lot of people constantly accusing her of cheating all the time. But if you have thick enough skin and you don't care about that, it is certainly a way to do it. Hmm. Um, the other way is just being entertaining, finding what, what you want to do, finding a way that, and this is something I have very recently learned. And I don't know about okay. you. Um, I spent so much of these first couple of years of this journey looking at other creators, seeing what they're doing, and copying elements. And no, going, same. That looks great. I'm going to take that. I love yep. what you do there. I'm going to take it. Oh, um, there are okay. no original ideas left. Which isn't... Okay, that's a really interesting point because I want to get to this. So sure. what I ended up doing was I was looking at people like the huge creators like Asmund Golden going, okay, how have they got there? Like, okay, he's making reaction videos on this because that's his niche. And then going looking at people like Mizkiv and going, okay, what are they doing? Shroud, blah, 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 blah. And then all of these things just made me feel so much worse because I couldn't emulate it with the same success. And I never would because I, I don't have the name behind it. And I've come to a realization very recently that also there is no point trying that way. Because if I'm ever going to, the part of being a streamer is you could be a reasonable mid-sized streamer by doing that and emulating a bunch of people and taking the best bits and whatever, whatever. You're mm -hmm. never going to stand out and be enormously successful if you don't stay true to yourself and don't try and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not try something new, but try and innovate mm. as yourself. Try to find your niche. Not just find your niche, but find your niche as yourself as well. Not, you know, find your way of doing it. So even if I wanted to do a similar style, find a similar thing, a similar video of something mm -hmm. I've seen. 
You need to find your way to do it that makes you different from everyone else. Yeah. And that's be what you. I'm trying Don't to do. Be the people that you are watching. Yeah, 100%. This podcast is a great example of that. You know, we I've been wanting to do this for a long time and always been anxious about it and worried about it. And then, you know, we talked about it and we just said, let's just do it. Yeah. You know, here's a great idea. Let's just go for it. Yeah, that's part exactly. Of that. Um. All right. So this actually happened uh, a while back and we've been dealing with it. Um, or we've, we've known about it for a long time, at least. What do you think about the 50-50 split of Twitch? Mm. From the, going from the 70-30 yeah. to the 50-50. Okay. So this is obviously a huge point of contention at the time of, of recording and when this goes Wait. out. Oh, yeah. Um, but before, we, before you give your answer, you want to explain... Like in case somebody doesn't know what what I'm talking sure. about. Um. So for every uh. So but there are there are a few ways you make money as a as a live streamer. This might be very obvious to some. This is for those who may be listening who don't live stream or don't know the space very well. Um. One of the ways is a subscription. So people can subscribe to your channel, and they get certain perks for that. They get emotes. Uh, they get certain privileges. Whatever you choose to give them. Kind of like a Patreon in in a way. Like if any of you have used Patreon, you you give the creator a sub to get certain mm -hmm. perks to their channel specifically, and only things yeah, you're you can supporting get the you're supporting the creators that you love. Now on Twitch, when you subscribe to someone, it's usually five dollars. Um, it does change. They have they have introduced changing amounts depending on where you're from, but usually five dollars. Um, you take half. Twitch takes the other half. So that's what we mean by the 50-50 split. Split down the middle, half-half. So it I would is. get $2.50. Twitch takes the other $2.50. Uh, and it money. used to be a 70-30 split. Well, okay. So this is quite interesting because there's, there is there is a lot of people who are going on about the 70-30. Mm -hmm. The 70-30 was actually only for much, much larger creators. Even if you were a partner, you started on 50-50 until you hit a certain level. The 70 -30, Oh, I thought it was for all partners. Nope. That's the <laughs> misconception, yeah. So 70-30 was actually only for... You had to hit certain, like, milestones and uh, stuff to be to get the 70-30. You started at 50-50 as a partner. Huh. Yeah, when I was uh, streaming, like, I was pushing really hard to make partner because I, I wanted that 70-30 so bad. Mm. Huh. And what's, I didn't what makes this um, what makes this a really interesting discussion right now is is uh, with the introduction of kick, which mm. again I'm sure we're going to get to a bit later, so I'm not going to dwell we on it too there. much. And um, but they're offering a 95-5 split. Yep. So, so currently, I, Twitch is offering uh, has changed their uh, policy, their rules, whatever. They're offering uh, a 50-50 across the board for everybody. everyone. Do you? What, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's um, right? Do you think that's fair? Do you think this is some bullshit? My, okay, my, my personal opinion on this is, is from kind of two different angles. Okay. From a creator side, this is me the fuck off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, yeah. You know, I, you know, I could, even with a 70-30, I could, it would lean me a lot closer to being able to do this full time. And I think, yeah. While, while Twitch provides the platform for me to do this on, I'm the one putting in all the work. I'm the one putting mm -hmm. in all of this, all of this time and effort. 
and just for the privilege, it's kind of like, <laughs> this is going to be a really stupid analogy. It's kind okay, of like being a stripper, those. right? Okay. Did not see that one coming. <laughs> when you, and I don't know if any of you know, know this is how it works, but when you're a stripper, what happens is you pay a charge to be able to work within the clubs, the privilege of working in the clubs, and then you take whatever money with a cut, right? So it's kind of like that. I'm paying 30% or 50% for the privilege of being able to stream on Twitch, you know? Are you wow. even surprised okay. that's the analogy I went to? No, I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. However, I had basically the exact same analogy, but just not with strippers. Um, <laughs> Is it going to be with like hairdressers? <laughs> was... <laughs> exactly, hairdressers. I was going to say uh, marketplaces, some like outdoor yeah, yeah, open yeah. marketplaces, yeah. Uh, like flea markets and stuff like that. You have to rent a booth right. yeah, yeah. Uh, to be able to sell your goods. That's what, so it, it's that's what it kind of feels like uh, on Twitch. Um, and while I, uh, my, from a, from a creative side, it is really difficult, especially I think as a smaller creator, because most of us at, at my kind of level, we're really trying to push to get to the point where we can do this as our job, right? Mm -hmm. That's the ideal for most people. Um, and just to give you a quick statistic, we should have done this kind of in the beginning when I was talking about the numbers. Just to give okay. you an idea of the kind of split of how of how many people there are, if you have an average of sixteen or more viewers, at least at last count, you are mm -hmm. in the top one percent of creators. Oh yeah. So yeah, most ninety nine percent of creators have less than a fifteen average viewership, and are struggling to make it. So just yep. for any of you creators out there, that's just to kind of put into perspective what the kind of balance is here. And it's, a... uh, what is it, like 0.01% of creators make enough off of Twitch to be able to pay their bills? I think it was 0.2. 0.2? 0.2. Uh, no, I thought it was lower than it, that. It might be 0.1, yeah. I think the stat was 0.1 that have... No, you might be right. It might be 0 0.1. It's, it's extremely right. minimal. Um, so that's just to, before I kind of carry on, just to put into perspective what kind of, out of 9.2 million people, that's the kind of levels we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, most of us are just trying to hit that point of being able to do this for our living. For me, I mm -hmm. have my set number. I have my amount that I would need to make every single month in order to, to justify doing that. And having 50% of the subs are a huge part of my income. Um, oh, yeah. Because so, advertising is a joke. Well, the advertising on Twitch is a joke, for one. Mm -hmm. And two, I'm not large enough yet to have sponsorships, which is where the mm -hmm. real money starts. The consistent career money as a streamer comes from sponsorships. Mm -hmm. um, which really, you know, if we're talking numbers, which... And I kind of want to talk, I want to touch on this a little bit at some point about how numbers kind of dominate everything and it's horrible. But if normally sponsorships, you're kind of looking, you know, once you have about 10,000, 15,000 following, that's when sponsors will, would even start to consider you um, for any kind of level. But until that point, a lot of us are just, the, we rely very heavily on that 50, on that 50% uh, of sub money. Um, mm -hmm. And so it eats at us a lot. If you're a massive creator, yeah, you lose a lot more money, but you have a lot to fall back on. 
because you diversify your revenue streams a lot more than a small streamer because you have oh, absolutely. So it affects them a lot less. It's, you know, let, yes, you're probably, let's say you're making a hundred grand a month. Yeah, you're probably losing an extra 20, 30 grand a month as a result of that 50-50 split. You're also a lot better off than the rest of us because you have that original base to work off. The same idea as if you're rich and you're getting taxed more, essentially. You know? Fair, yes. No, the bigger the bigger streamers are able to like not only have their name on Twitch, they're able to have their name everywhere and it's it's become like a a brand thing it, their name is a is a brand that you recognize so if you see uh like a big streamer a big twitch streamer's name on youtube uh you're more likely to click on that because you 100%. recognize that name you recognize that brand so they're able to make their living off of youtube as Ma well as twitch oh. and a million other things the, the amount of content that i've thought about doing and then stopped because i feel like you need to have a, a name before you do it is, is mm -hmm. ridiculous and also yep. you know if we're talking you know just to touch on quickly if we're talking about the advantage of what happens as you grow mm -hmm. the reason it's so hard when you start out and why it's almost it's almost a snowball effect um with streaming the bigger you get the easier it gets in a lot of ways Right. Let oh, me just yeah. explain why, because there is a lot. There's a lot that's worse about being a larger streamer. You have to deal with a lot more trolls, a lot more negativity, a lot more bullshit, a lot more drama uh, that comes with being more well known and more famous. Right. I'm not even going to remotely deny that. However, you also have the ability to pay for help, editors, mm. graphic designers, managers, social media managers you know all of these things that you need to be a successful brand and a successful company essentially as a small streamer yeah. we have to do all of that ourselves so aside from the 24 hours that i stream a week the rest of that 50 to 60 hours that i'm doing as part of the stream is because i am my own graphic designer i'm my own editor i'm my own social media manager i'm my own ideas man i'm mm -hmm. my own networker if you want to use that word and my own you know all of these things i have to do everything and don't get me wrong i have an amazing team around me i'm not even going to start to deny that right i've got a lot of i've got an exceptional mod team that help me out and listen to me when i need to vent and you know help me with ideas and stuff but in when it comes down to it it's on my head so i have to put oh, in the work and the time to do it so i can't i can't expect anyone to do anything for free so I can't, I can't give someone tw 12 hours of video and say, hey, cut this up into a bunch of shorts for me, you know? Yeah. I have to do that, of course. Basically what you're saying is uh, as you grow, like when, when you hit like the big streamer status, you go from a working a, a full-time everyday job and a job on Twitch to being being a full team of people working mm -hmm. the job along with yeah. you or for you yeah and so you know as you it gets a lot easier yeah 100 percent. a because you don't have to work two jobs just to keep going and the thing and i think one one disadvantage that i'm certainly at is is the point that i'm at in my life and for those of you who don't know i'm i'm hitting 35 in a few weeks um Ooh, you old i know i'm boomer time um, but it also means that I'm not living at home, right? 
a lot of creators when they start out they're much younger you know these these kind of 19 20 year olds they're living at home they don't have to pay rent so they have that freedom or even older that you know that's very stereotypical you know there's a lot of people that live at home now because of the situation and i wish i could oh, yeah. if i'm honest so they don't have to Same. pay rent they don't have to pay these things so they don't necessarily need to have a second job to survive i live in central london <laughs> i do i have bills and you know most of my full-time job the entire wage goes right now on bills and, and rent so mm -hmm. i have to have that second job during the day as you get bigger as a streamer you don't need that because you're making enough money um mm -hmm. i know for example and this isn't to call him out i absolutely love shroud he's one of my favorite creators mm -hmm. but i know he said <laughs> i listened to him recently and he was like yeah i don't even look at the youtube videos that are posted i have no idea what gets posted on my youtube because he's got an entire team of people that does that they take the clips from the stream they make it they make the thumbnails and he's like i don't even know what gets posted on there half the time must be fucking and each, nice and each one of those are making 200 300 views yep They're making him absolute bank and he has no idea what it is whereas for me and i have to think about it i have to make it i have to edit it i have to upload it i have to think of tags and seo and then all of that stuff and then it'll still maybe get what 50 views or something you know yeah um, so but that's also, where everyone starts though 100 percent. and i also there's there's a really interesting interview with mr beast um who mm, is undoubtedly the king of youtube right of course uh, he said this really interesting thing um which was in order to get to where i was and in order to be a good youtuber you have to throw a lot of shit at the wall and it is gonna be shit and you need mm -hmm. to understand that your videos are gonna be shit but that's how you learn you learn by looking back on it and going okay well what this can i change work. next time this didn't work let's change it let's change it and that's a mindset that i'm really trying to get into now which is why you know i'm adding three new brand new series including this podcast on my youtube and keep pushing it because i want to just put myself out there and, and instead of overthinking it and going this isn't going to work this isn't gonna... just fucking try it if it doesn't work it doesn't work and just it. throw it at the wall see if it sticks okay so let's leave that there for today um we will We've carry gone over on a lot yeah, this this is a, a very expansive subject for both of us, I think, and we've got we both got a lot to say about it. So we'll carry this on next week uh, in part two. So make sure you follow the YouTube, uh, which is where we'll be posting the video. We'll also have the audio on on all the usual places, um, Audible, Spotify, um, all the places Podbean. you find podcasts, Podbean, all of it. Um, so you can find us just by searching simply Nickish or by searching Here's the Thing. And uh, until next week, that was the thing. Bye. See ya.